No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the Jews thought that God forsook them, but He assures them that He will always remember them. He will gather their children from the nations and contend with their enemies. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 49 on Simply the Bible. Isaiah was looking forward over a century into the future when the children of Israel would be captives in Babylon. The people would be despondent, thinking that God had forgotten all about them and that they would forever remain in Babylon. They thought the Lord had given them up never to reclaim them, but they were wrong. We continue in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 14. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me, and my Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. The birth of our firstborn son is etched in my memory. After 60 hours of labor and nearly two hours of pushing, Cindy gave birth to Justin. I will never forget laying his little naked, bloody body on Cindy's stomach when he was first born. She had known him inside her, hidden from view, but now she knew him as her own baby, helpless and dependent. The bond between a mother and child is the strongest in nature. Now, when the Jews complained that the Lord had forgotten them, he responded, Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on her son? Perhaps there would be some situations where a mother would neglect her infant, but God would never forget nor neglect his people. Now, he said, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. The high priest wore the names of the children of Israel engraved on onyx stones on his shoulders. Their names were also engraved on the 12 stones in the breastplate that he wore over his heart. These would be constant reminders of the people that he represented. But God would inscribe Zion on the palms of his hands. They would be etched in his flesh. Didn't this anticipate the scars in the hands and feet and side of Jesus? He bore those scars after his resurrection. The cost of our redemption is inscribed in his hands. And John, the apostle, saw him before the throne as a lamb who had been slain. The indication is that he will always bear these scars. But he did it all because of his love for us. Now God said, your walls are continually before me. At the time the Jewish captives would be reading this prophecy in Isaiah, the walls of Jerusalem were destroyed. It wouldn't be until several decades later when Nehemiah would rebuild them. Nevertheless, the walls were always before the Lord. Let this be a reminder to us that even in our times of failure, the Lord does not see us as we appear at our low point, but he sees us at our best. He sees us as he has called us to be. 
He sees us as we appear in eternity, our walls strong and high as ever, for he sees the completed work. Jesus called Simon Peter the rock while he was yet unstable. Verse 17, your sons shall make haste, your destroyers and those who laid you waste shall go away from you. Lift up your eyes, look around and see all these gather together and come to you. As I live, says the Lord, you shall surely clothe yourself with them all as an ornament and bind them on you as a bride does. Their sons would make haste out of Babylon. Soon King Cyrus of Persia would conquer Babylon. Then he would issue a decree permitting the Jewish captives to return to Jerusalem to rebuild their temple. Thousands would make the exodus from Babylon to Judah Then, many years later, under the leadership of Ezra the priest, many more would return to Jerusalem. As for the Babylonians who had destroyed the temple in Jerusalem, they would go away into captivity themselves. But as the exiles returned, Jerusalem would be adorned with them like a bride with her ornaments. For your waste and desolate places and the land of your destruction will even now be too small for the inhabitants. And those who swallowed you up will be far away. The children you will have, after you have lost the others, will say again in your ears, The place is too small for me. Give me a place where I may dwell. Then you will say in your heart, Who has begotten these for me? Since I have lost my children and am desolate a captive, and wandering to and fro. And who has brought these up? There I was, left alone. But these, where were they? So the desolate places made desolate by King Nebuchadnezzar destroying Judah and Jerusalem, they would be too small for the incoming exiles. And those who swallowed them up would be driven far away. They would have a multitude of children, far more than they ever had before. And they would wonder, where did they all come from? All of these children, who has begotten these for me? Since I am desolate and a captive. Now, as I said, there would be thousands that would return from Babylon to Judah. But still, most of the people would stay in Babylon. They would get comfortable in Babylon and not want to go out and go through the hard work of pioneering there in Jerusalem. So this prophecy was not fulfilled as far as them not having enough land to build on. However, when Israel became a state in 1948, there were 806,000 residents. Today, there are an estimated 8,863,000 residents or more than 10 times as much. And they are always seeking to build new settlements and houses in the West Bank and Golan Heights. These areas once belonged to Israel, but were taken by Jordan and Syria in 1948. But when these nations attacked Israel in 1967, Israel took the lands back. Now it is a constant challenge for Israel to build enough houses to meet the demand And the fact that there is always a political battle to fight with each new development makes it even more difficult. But this problem of not having enough land to house the people was prophesied 
by Isaiah. And yet there is even a greater fulfillment to come. That will happen during the millennial kingdom when God will bring people from all over the world, his people from all over the world to settle in the land. And the land will enjoy the borders that it once was told it would have and never has actually claimed. Verse 22, thus says the Lord God, behold, I will lift my hand in an oath to the nations and set up my standard for the peoples. They shall bring your sons in their arms and your daughters shall be carried on their shoulders. Kings shall be your foster fathers and their queens your nursing mothers. They shall bow down to you with their faces to the earth and lick up the dust of your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord for they shall not be ashamed who wait for me. So again, this fulfillment will happen during the millennial reign of Christ. God says, I will raise my hand in an oath to the nations and they will bring your sons in their arms and your daughters will be carried on their shoulders. So you see the Gentile nations will do everything they can to bring the Jews back into their homeland. I think with this picture of them putting the children on their shoulders, I think at the end of The Sound of Music, when Captain Von Trapp was carrying his daughter on his shoulders going over the Austrian Alps, that picture is just vivid in my mind. And that's what I think of as the nations will be gathering the people together. They themselves will be coming, bowing down with their faces to the earth before Israel. And then God says, you will know that I am the Lord for they shall not be ashamed who wait for me. That you can be sure of. When we are trusting in God and trusting in his promises, it may take a while, but we will never be ashamed if we trust in him. Verse 24. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty or the captives of the righteous be delivered? But thus says the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible be delivered. For I will contend with him who contends with you and I will save your children. I will feed those who oppress you with their own flesh and they shall be drunk with their own blood as with sweet wine. All flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. And so the captives of the mighty, even though the Babylonians had been mighty and had even been used by God. God used Nebuchadnezzar as his instrument to judge his people, yet God would deliver his people from their hand in his time. And then he would contend with those who contended with Israel. That's what God promised to Abraham. He said, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. He said, I will feed those who oppress you with their own flesh and they shall be drunk with their own blood. I believe this is speaking of what will happen at the battle of Armageddon when all of these nations that are opposing Israel will come into the valley of Megiddo and the Lord Jesus Christ himself will return to make war against them. And, of course, God calls for all of the birds of prey, the vultures and scavenger birds to come and fill themselves up on the flesh of all of these enemies that will be 
destroyed, led by the Antichrist, and destroyed in that great battle of Armageddon. And then all flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. So they thought God had set them aside. Listen, never think that God is done with Israel. There are those churches that have taught that they have replaced Israel. That is not the case. Even Paul says in Romans that the day is coming when all Israel will be saved. God will turn his face back to his people. He will deliver them. He will gather them back into the land. He's already doing it, but it's going to be done even more so in the millennial kingdom and all flesh will know that he is the Lord who knows the end from the beginning and brings to pass every word that he speaks. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we do just thank you, God, that you know us, that you can never stop loving us. You would never turn away from us or forsake us, Lord. And I just pray for those who may think that you have forgotten them, Maybe they think that they have gone too far and you don't care anymore. Lord, let them know that you are right there and all they need to do is to come to you confessing their sins and you are faithful and just and will forgive them and cleanse them from all unrighteousness and restore them as your dearly loved children. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see that the Lord sent Israel away because of her sin, but God's servant would fully obey him and receive his help. Those in darkness should rely on the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.